Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Walmart Show, Monday edition Walmart Show, Walmart Host, Matt Sorice, our master ceremonies, keeping track of timing tempo. Taking your calls, 860-522-9842. Joe is kind enough to hold before the break. Let's welcome Joe. First caller of the hour, brought to you by Eagle Rivet, the roofing partner you can trust. Welcome, Joe. Hey, Happy New Year. Uh, I wanted to make a point uh, about good radio last week on the show, but I just want to tell Morgan Cunningham, uh, Please put, provide all the facts when you do a news story. Don't hand select stuff because the guy who was up for uh, election in Brazil, uh, they actually set aside some constitutional provisions to let him run. It might have been something. It might have not just been an anti-Trump uh, thing. It might have been a little bit more of the story, Morgan Cunningham. Uh, well, anyway, sure uh, Morgan is a very conscientious to... young man. I'm sure he'll uh, he'll go back and look. Yeah, at yeah, I'm sure. BBC is so honest too. They're 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 just so uh, balanced, just like PBS. Anyway, um, I, you know, the, there's always when you call in, there's a call to pers- we want to persuade you, or we either want to preach to the choir. And I, I really liked the radio last week where the lady who disagrees with you a lot on things like Ukraine, mm. I, I really thought you gave her extra time. I think it makes for good radio. And uh, it's not the call's not just a group think here or whatever. It is yeah. good to hear different views. There was a girl in our homeschool who loved movies without any plot or conflict. I, I really <laughs> loved her, but that's not the way that's not the way the world really works. Uh, you know, uh, McCarthy and the Themis Claritas stuff was similar because it was it's pragmatism versus idealism. And as you well know, uh, politics is a game of addition, not, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever. Right, right. And uh, and groupthink, this is really my last point, groupthink is sometimes a cancer. And so that's why we need shows like yours. We need to get the ball back and forth over the net a little bit. And just a little Catholic history here. Athanasius was exiled three times by a pope, and John of the Cross, in my mind, the best Christian poet that ever lived, was uh, locked in a closet for seven months. So, locked you know, in a closet? Jeez. He was. Yes, he was. And um, by a bishop. Anyway, uh, uh, groupthink is not the way yeah. to go, and this is yeah. why we need shows like this. We need the, we need the 
the town green, so to speak. We need the coffee shop. Yeah, and uh, I, I agree. Morgan Cunningham, if you want my phone number, I'm sure, I'm sure they have it there. But anyway, uh, it, well, it's, you know, to uh, your really, point, we, Joe. Thank you, thank you for noticing it because I do, and I get criticized sometimes. I do give opposing view callers more time, and I and I and I want to do that because I don't want um, I don't want people to think they can't call with an opposing view. You know, one, one last thing. I'm, one of my favorite parts of the show is when the editor of the journal, Inquirer, calls in. Because I, I work in media, yeah, and I, I'm telling you, that guy's a star. Yeah, because, I love Chris. Because I, I have worked in a lot of corporate communication settings, and believe me, it's groupthink. And if you're a guy like him that actually, uh, you know, looks under the covers a little bit and looks yeah. at things a little more closely – you're, you're you're definitely like an Athanasius. I mean, yeah. you know, you're you're definitely going against the the, the grain. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, you work in some of these newsrooms around here, and uh, they want you to all agree with them. And uh, I I just don't think that <laughs> that makes a good Pastor Will show. I mean, it's not healthy. Uh, it's not healthy to yeah. agree with everybody. You know, it's just not uh, yeah. not the way to go. Joe, as always, appreciate you. Thanks for being patient and. Uh, and I'm sure Morgan will, Morgan will go back and take a look at that because he's, he's a very good guy. He's a very good, fair, and balanced guy. Let's go to our Southern Command, Rudy. Florida, Rudy, welcome. Happy Monday. Well, I guess I get extra time because I was going to call you Friday and call you Pastor McCarthy. I did <laughs> McCarthy's a bomb, Will. Um, I, I listen, I mean, I've said it a hundred times. He's not my guy. That's not the point. You're missing the point. The point was we no, have a no limited window to go after the criminals, and we don't want to waste time. You're not going to get anything after the criminals. Nothing's going to happen. Hunter Biden's laptop and all that stuff is already with the DOJ and the FBI. It's just going to be like, what did they just do to Trump with January 6th? They recommended, so here's, referred. Here's, here's, here's a theory. They referred to the DOJ. Here's the DOJ a theory. didn't move on Trump yet. They're not they going to move on Hunter Biden. They don't want Biden to run. Biden's going to announce they don't want Biden to run. The ranks of the Democrats will crack. They will allow enough damage to happen, just enough to get Joe out of there, which, you know, you could count as a victory. There's there, there's going to be some mileage with this, Rudy, I'm telling you. Biden's not going to run again anyway. I, I really, I, it's so doubtful. And everyone's worried about we can't function, we can't pass anything. How much do you think oh, I don't care about that. actually going to hear? I don't, I don't, you know, I feel like if the government shut down, that's the least, less they can hurt us. I don't mind that. No, I, I strictly, 100% was, I want Jim Jordan to do his thing. Nobody's better. And the votes were not going to change. We weren't going to have a different candidate. It was diminishing as it was. I'm glad they got the rules changed. I congratulate the Freedom Caucus for that. Um, but it just, it wasn't going to happen. It just wasn't going to happen. It was, it was in the and cards. It's funny, too, it's funny, too, because, um, Oh, you mentioned the Freedom Caucus, but all of a sudden you hear they adjourned and they're going to come back Friday night at 10 o'clock. And I posted all over Twitter that evening, mm-hmm. like hours before, mm-hmm. you knew the fix was in. Well, it was he done got, at that he, point. You knew it was done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they wanted it to be late night on a Friday night going into a weekend. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have to take any flack. Now it's well, Monday. He, and Correct me if I'm wrong, but what made the difference was the the the, the final six that wouldn't vote for him just voted present to change the the, the required number. That's what right. that's what put it over the edge. Is the, the well, six? If Matt Gates had voted for someone, he would have lost because he would have needed two seventeen. Right, that's what I'm saying. So they all vote. The six voted present. They only needed that number instead of the higher number, and and it was done. 
Yeah, I mean, I, it, uh, it, it just disgusts me. And, I mean, look at how, how, how many votes was that, 14, 13? 14, 15, 15 votes. 15, 15, 15. was the winner. But, I mean, even Jim what? Jordan. Jim Jordan nominated McCarthy as the speaker. So, I, I mean, I don't know what you do with that. Jordan knew that it wasn't going to go in any direction. And, and I well, think, I mean, again, there's nobody better than Jordan to serve us. Let the guy loose and let him do his thing. Jordan's in that same fraternity, though. So, I mean, we're, yeah. the, the, nothing's ever going to change. I mean, it, it's sad. The, the I don't believe that. Are, they're I don't believe party. it. How are you going to change it? You're going to change it because it's this stuff is going to. There's a there's a, a a cumulative effect if it keeps going at, and the truth keeps leaking out and leaking out and leaking out. And I'm and I'm pointing to the independents. You're going to get more independent voters, and that's who needs to hear. You're not going to change the Democrat minds. You're not going to change the Republican minds. The only minds you have a chance to change are the independent voters, and we need independent voters to win elections. Well, both parties do. Sure. So that's why a robust and again, I don't care how you get the word out. I don't care if it's just Newsmax, if it's just Fox, and it's just social media. Now that we've got Twitter a, a little bit more accessible to us i think that a lot of this hunter biden crap is going to get out there a lot of this how the doj conspired colluded with the social media platforms it's going to get out there and you're going to get a lot of independence going huh you know what these guys are criminals one thing the freedom caucus should not have given up on is at the beginning they were asking that the uh, january 6 files be released to the public and yeah mccarthy said no and it's still a no well guess what like, that's going nowhere that, that that that's the biggest nothing I know, burger if, in the if world. You could show the video. There's videotapes of. You remember that guy with the big? He was dressed like a caveman, a Nordic yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. He was escorted to Speaker Pelosi's desk by a Capitol police officer wearing a mask. <laughs> like that footage doesn't get out on the news. Yeah. Like, how do you arrest a guy when Capitol police brought you right up to Pelosi's speaker desk in in, in Congress? And, and how is it that the only person that legitimately died as a result of January 6th is a unarmed female military veteran? Where, where's the right. consequence for that? Where's, where's that outrage, right? Come on. The whole right. thing, the whole well, thing was, was drilled. If, if it had been a liberal young black male shot by a white Capitol cop, you know they would have tried the guy. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, they would have hung him from from a yard arm. I mean, it would have been ridiculous. But that's what I'm saying. The whole thing was a sham, and it's not going anywhere. I think what's gonna, I think the worst thing that's going to happen is McCarthy's going to be ineffective, and the media and the Democrat Party is going to run on it in 2024, and we're screwed. No, I don't agree. I think McCarthy's going to be watching because he wants. Listen, he, McCarthy's like everybody else. He wants one thing. He wants to maintain control, and so he right, knows they got to win. They got to win again. Done. Got to win again. He wants to continue being speaker. He's going to watch out because the Freedom Caucus is going to watch every stinking move he makes. And he's going to be very careful. And for him to get him. anything passed, he's going to have to let the Democrats have whatever they want in the bill. No. Otherwise, it will never get through the Senate. No. Well, that's a whole – the Senate's another issue. But we're not we're not fighting with the Senate right now. We're just trying to get, get the House in the order. Right. We're just going to be lame duck till the next budget. No, then I understand that. But that's – I'm saying the value, the value of, of having – the House right now, with with the power that we have in Jordan and the Judiciary Committee, the value of that is getting information out to the public. Whether what we win or pass a bill doesn't matter. It's getting well, information that's gonna be out. Limited, and it's not going to do anything. Well, I, I think, I it's think it's going to change minds of independence. We have, we have 
We have I think it's all problems. a commercial. Look at it as a giant commercial, Rudy. They should focus on our our country right now. Nothing's going to happen court-wise with Hunter Biden. So that's just a waste of time, just like January 6th. So it's like, let, let's fix inflation. Let's fix our fuel shortages and everything else. Unless you guys up there like paying $6 for a home heating oil a gallon. I mean... Well, I just got an article last night that we have the highest now. We have the highest. Only Hawaii has higher electric prices than Connecticut. But Connecticut and the 48 contiguous states, Connecticut has the highest electric prices in the country now. My electric bill was $74 last month. My kilowatt hour (laughs) is a tenth of a penny below $6. Six cents. (laughs) And you guys are paying 24 up there with Eversource. Yeah. God bless America, Rudy. Hey, it's going to work out. I'm telling you, you're going to see, we're going to see some great things from this this Republican House, and and it's going to make a difference in the next election. I promise you. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but I'm telling you, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Rudy, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. No, I do. I think it's going to be like a giant commercial. I think that a continual pounding. Listen, the Democrats did now. Of course, they have the help of the media. But look what the Democrats did. Oh, Trump clue with Russia. Trump clue with Russia. You got everybody all cranked up about it. Coming to find out, total lie. wasn't true. Any of it wasn't true. It was total, absolute uh, construction by the Democrats. But nevertheless, they still swayed public opinion. And I think if if Jordan and Jordan's smart, he's a smart guy. He knows how to get this done. This will be a continue, like a dripping faucet to the American people. The corruption of the Biden administration, the DOJ, the laptop, just keep pounding it, pounding it, pounding it. I'm telling you, it will change. I believe it'll help change independents that voted last time for Democrats. I think it will, and I'm looking forward to the change. So that's, uh, that's that. All right, let's see. What else? Yeah, so back to Biden. Biden says he's going to run. This from PJ Media. Happy Monday morning. Uh, here's what we're thinking, thinking about. We're thinking about the fact that, that Joe Biden is going to announce his 2024 campaign. Now, PJ Media is describing it as the 24, uh, 2024 train wreck. But they're talking, this is, the most, this is the most serious, this came from the Hill, the most serious plan right now, Joe Biden finalizing plans for the 2024 run. Now is he is he gonna is he gonna you know wake up someday and oh the president died in his sleep I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen but I'm just telling you it, he's he's thinking about it he's thinking about it people around him are thinking about it I mean I know ridiculous as it is the poor guy can't you know he can't handle what's going on now but it could happen all right let's take a break a couple commercials we'll come back more phone calls eight six zero five two two nine eight Nine eight four two, your number today for the Monday morning edition of the Will Marotti Show, right here on WTIC News Talk, ten eighty. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk, ten eighty. Ten twenty four. Let's hear from you today, 860-522-9842. Now, I, I had made, uh, again, I know, I, and I don't understand this. <clears throat> I do understand it, but I want to hear it from you. I have my own theory on this. The same reason I was turned off by Lauren Bolpert's appearance on Sean Hannity last week 
is the same reason I can get turned off on the way at times Donald Trump expresses himself. Best policy since Reagan. If you could take the policies of Trump and combine them with the personality of Ronald Reagan, you'd, I'd vote for Reagan. I'd vote, I'd vote for that candidate to be king. I, would, I wouldn't care if that person was in charge the rest of my life. Because Reagan had such a, a, um, a humility about him, but there was, there was a, a confidence about Reagan. There was class about Reagan. There was good wit about Reagan it was a, still, I, I think, one of the best communicators of all time. And if you could take that quality of Reagan and you could combine that with the policy and, yeah, the tenacity of Donald Trump, I mean, you'd have an incredible candidate. But the same reason I didn't like uh, Lauren Boebert's appearance on Hannity, the same reason I, I get frustrated with Donald Trump. And now here, this is from AP News. Boebert Backer is urging her to tone down the nasty rhetoric. Debbie Hartman voted for Lauren Boebert for Congress in 2020, again in 22. Delighted by, by Robert, uh, Boebert's unequivocal defense of cultural issues. I, I agree. Hartman stopped short, though, uh, of a full endorsement in a supermarket, saying she needs to tone down the rhetoric and just stick with the point at hand. This is somebody who voted for her twice in Colorado. The sentiment reflects Boebert's challenge as she begins her second term in the House. Her relatively short time in Washington, she's built up a national profile, being very combative. Okay, fine. From gun ownership to apocalyptic religious rhetoric, it says. I haven't heard that. I don't know. I'm not that familiar with her, but I just, that was my, 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 my biggest exposure to Lauren Boebert was on, on the Sean Hannity show, and it was a total turnoff, total turnoff to me. So even, even her own backers are saying, you know what, you got to, you got to turn it back a little bit. I mean, I'm sure she's a great person. I'm sure she's a great politician. I'm sure she's conservative. I mean, it, it, no one's questioning that. No one's questioning her conservative pedigree. Questioning how she how she expresses herself. And and why is that? Why is it that people don't mind um you know, for instance, like Trump. Why why don't why aren't people bothered by his his crassness, dropping f bombs in, and this is what you know. Again, I I heard it was sitting right there with my son, listening to a rally. This year or last year, I think it was towards the end of summer, and dropped the f bomb right. And we we're watching on Newsmax, dropped the f bomb right in the rally with kids around. That that shows a lack of discipline to me, a lack of control, lack of respect, perhaps. I don't know why aren't people bothered by that. Why aren't you bothered by that? You seem to you seem to be willing to, to to embrace all the things that we all like about Trump, which is policies and his toughness, but but for some reason you're willing to willing to just pass on that when when he gets when he's crass, when he's unpresidential. And again, I compare him I compare him to Ronald Reagan. I think President Ronald Reagan was presidential, and and that's the kind of guy that I want to have serve us. But you're willing to pass on it. You don't, you know, and, and I have, I know, I think I know why. I don't want to say it. I think I know why. But you, you guys are willing to give him a total pass. And some of you are willing to give the same thing with Bobert. Bobert can be nasty, uh, brash, and, and you're willing to give her a pass on that. And I don't understand that.
I, 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 well, I do, <laughs> I do understand it, but, but I want to know, I want to know why you feel that way, I guess is my question. 860-522-9842. All right, we're going to take a break. 1029 commercial. Uh, we'll come back after the news and uh, open lines the rest of the show. 860-522-9842. Give us a call. Love to hear from you today. Monday edition, Will Marotti Show, WTIC News Talk 1080. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, welcome back, 1036. Let's go to the calls. Let's go to uh, New Hartford and Tom. Tom, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey, Pastor Will. Um, I want to first thank you for including Jack Hayford in your prayer this morning. He mm. was an amazing, amazing man. Yes, he is. But I wanted to say, I, I seldom take issue with you, but I, I, and I am no fan of Lauren Boebert. But I watched that interview. I've watched it twice now. Yeah. Hannity was insulting. Yeah. He, he never gave her a chance to answer. He kept saying, you don't answer my question, but he never gave her a chance. He walked all over her whenever she talked. And I, I, I don't think she's gotten a fair shake from that one. Um, Hannity's pretty obnoxious as it is. He was extremely well, obnoxious. And that's why I don't like her. her. <laughs> I don't like Hannity because he's a bully. Yeah. Well, that's why I, I don't usually watch him. But I did go back, and, and again, I, I twice watched that interview. And he got nothing that he didn't dish out or ask for. Yeah. Well, I guess so, the only thing that was, well, that, well, several things bothered me about the you know, But again, I don't even watch Hannity. The only reason I even stopped there was because I was surfing, and I saw her on. And I said, okay, I want right. to check it because I don't know her that well. I want to hear what she has to say. And and Hannity in his you know he's bombastic in his typical fashion, but I, I thought that she she was equally insulting. She just she wouldn't stop. She just kept talking, 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 and you know answer his question and bring up your next point. Don't don't keep ignoring his question and and just you know I I just thought the whole thing was was not, yeah well not no helpful. doubt about it. She went she went on there. She agreed to uh, you know an interview with him. Um, 
she had her own agenda, no doubt yeah. about it. Yeah. But so did he. Yeah. No, but he always does, and that's why I don't watch him anymore. <laughs> um, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Have Th- a good one, you. Pastor. Thank you. I mean, for instance, I I, I actually like Jesse Waters. Waters. Uh, I like Tucker. I I even will watch um, uh, Laura Laura Ingram, but I will I won't I just won't watch Hannity. I just haven't for several years. I'm just not uh, not my guy. You know, just not interested. And I'm with you. Yeah. All right, Tom. Thank you so much. I appreciate your call. Thank you. Let's go to Hartford and Sharik. Hello, Sharik. Pastor Bill, good morning. Uh, Happy New Year to you and your uh, <coughs> listeners and all you, that. Sir. The thing is, uh, I will, uh, I'll go fast. Uh, first, the speaker at the uh, U.S. House. I, my prediction is that the, the Republicans will have a second speaker before the 2024 is out. Okay. And I don't know who that would be. I don't know. But uh, and there's a there's a chance that Democrat may flip the house in 2024. Although that's a uh, that's to defy the arts, you know, the political arts and the history. But it may happen. The other thing, you know, like uh, your your one. Of, uh, I was listening to somebody yesterday, Sunday, that uh, one of the favorite topics they're going to bring it up is your uh, favorite is uh, term limits. So. In this session, um, uh, some guy from uh, from Kentucky, Mr. Comer, he said he's going to bring up the term limits. But I do not agree with term limits. In my personal view, we only have a term limit, which is called election. The other thing is I'm against term limits. The moment you are elected, you are a lame duck. You know, you have to, and then you have to change a lot of the system in order to uh, to, to to bring in this new term limits. Uh, into the into play because your mm-hmm. system has to has not been built for the last 200 plus years for the term limits thing. So you mm-hmm. have to change the whole thing. I did listen to Mr. Uh, Mr. Bucci on Iraq and Syria. That you maybe the last part of your discussion with Mr. Yeah. Bucci. He's very good. He's very good. Well, the point I'm making is this: that United States has huge interest in Iraq, mm-hmm. and the reason they uh, operate in Syria because uh, any kind of uh, those extreme uh, elements uh, coming into power in Syria, which will affect U.S. interests in Iraq. That's my personal view. And there's also uh, people, you, you didn't discuss it, but there's also undercurrent of uh, Shia Sunni dynamics in the whole region. You know, ISIS are basically Sunnis. Mm-hmm. So that's why or Al Qaeda, and, uh, and they're all part of that um, Abu Musab, Zarqawi's gang way back in 2003 and all that. Mm-hmm. The point I made, the, the link is that the United States is not going to, just United States is not going to, um, uh, I mean, United States has a very tight rope to, to think, but they don't want ISIS to think that they, they own anything over there. So mm-hmm. they want to just keep them down. They, they can't, obviously, as you discussed, they can't kill 10,000, 15,000 people at, uh, before, before, besides killing other things. The right. other thing is, you know, the, the U.S. You know, the House of Representatives, they want to investigate withdrawal from Afghanistan by President Biden. The point I'm making is that President Trump also agreed to withdrawal. No, he did, President he did, but not that he, manner, not that methodology. No, no, no I, that's, why, that's why I'm coming yeah, to right. if you. If you minus uh, the, 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 the tragic death of U.S. Marines uh, on the last day or day before, that's but the main thing. The other thing, the people dropping from the airplane, but the point is that the withdrawal itself, my personal view, was very courageous by President Biden because, you know, Afghanistan became the biggest Ponzi scheme. It was the biggest scam mm-hmm. in the world going on. Trillion of dollars. It was a scam in the last days. 
I agree we needed to do a pullout. I agree we needed to reduce right, our, right. our presence there. I just didn't like, A, the, the order in which it was done, but B, the, the abandonment of the Air Force base and leaving all the weapons, the machinery there. I mean, it just, I, it's mind-boggling to this day. I don't understand how we did that. I don't think that you could, you could, you could have uh, maintained uh, the background Air Force base uh, forever. That we, we, we would still have been in Vietnam somehow. By, 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 um, you know, no, like it was so Vietnam strategic. It was built by the Soviets in the 50s, 50s you know. Bagram was so strategic, and it was such a I, I, I don't think important so presence. Was, I think uh, I think it was that a, big was a mistake. practical possibility, possible. I do not agree with that. Okay. But anyway, that's right. that's your view. But anyway, you can agree to disagree. For take, giving me some more time today, and thank you very much, and have a happy evening. Thank you, Sharik. I appreciate you very much. Thank you for calling. Um, you know, again, I just I just like how Ron DeSantis does things. Um, I like how he thinks um, during his speech, the inaugural speech last week, he said Florida's leading the nation. We're the nation's fastest growing state. We rank number one in education freedom. We rank number one in parental involvement in education. Florida also ranks number one in public higher education. This is a record we can all be proud of. We've done, we've done so much. We've gone so far. We must ensure that school systems are responsive to parents, to students, not partisan interest groups. We must ensure our institutions of higher learning are focused on academic excellence. Florida must always be a great place to raise a family. See, I mean, these are just, I think these are things that resonate with a lot of Americans. And... Um, you know, I don't know. I just, I think, I think he's a viable candidate. I think, I think he would beat by. I, I think he would soundly beat Biden. Sound uh, absent, you know, election fraud. Uh, his policies are just, um, you know, choice. School choice is a big deal in Florida. I think school choice is massive. I wish it was was a policy here in Connecticut. I think things like money money follows the child are enormously important. We'll never see that in Connecticut. We'll never because the, the unions are too strong. Um, Arizona had another another law. I mean, it just um, we, we need we need candidates that can speak to to needs and can do it in a way that's effective. And, and do it in a way that you don't have to be worried if you bring your kids there. And um, <laughs> and what they might say in live rallies. Here's another interesting story. This is about, this is about the, uh, the, the famed investor uh, Sam Bankman-Fried. The, the FTX guy, you know, lost $50 billion. Interesting. As it turns out, this is from howdare.com. As it turns out, Sam Bankman-Fried visited the White House four times last year, meeting with White House Chief, uh, Deputy Chief of Staff Bruce Reed and Counselor to the President Steve Ricchetti. Ricchetti and Reed are the two most powerful political operatives in the White House with offices near the Oval Office. Only Ron Klein holds a higher position in the executive branch. And these two see the president more often than Kamala Harris does, or anybody else for that matter. Ricchetti was the chairman of Biden's 2020 campaign. Reid was the chief of staff when he, Biden was vice president. 
In other words, S- SBF, Sam Bankman-Fried, went straight to the top and was welcomed with open arms. Well, yeah, sure, because the FDX gave $40 million to Democrats. Of course, of course they're going to open the front door. White House records recently made public that they revealed that disgraced FDX founder Sam Bankman-Fried met with senior Biden administrations in, in, in the White House on four separate occasions in 2022. When pressed on the subject during a conference on Tuesday, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre insisted that all the meetings were between White House, House officials and the fallen crypto mogul that focused primarily on Bankman Freed's nonprofit pandemic preparedness initiatives. What a bunch of crap. That's not even. Oh, this is, I'm saying these guys, they, these guys lie when, when telling the truth would serve them better. It's just unbelievable to me. I, I don't know how they possibly can say this stuff with a straight face. Another, and here's something too that that really, really speaks truth. Okay, this is this is from Jazz Shaw, and it has to do with the Demar Hamlin uh, story, and all all good stuff. It's great news. You know, people are praying, teams are or entire teams, both squads kneeling, praying. I mean, all wonderful, right? But but here's his point. He's pointing that but NFL players get that kind of treatment. But if it was a regular citizen, would that regular citizen get the same treatment? And the answer is, of course they wouldn't. Of course they wouldn't. You know, you maybe get an on-call physician, maybe if you're lucky. Or you go into, like I know, a personal story. I did the man's funeral. Goes into a hospital after a minor surgery that apparently went bad and was left in in an emergency room uh, hallway for a day and died in the hallway. You know, so there's there's a lot to be said in terms of our medical system, and right now things are <clears throat> things are strained, down on doctors, down on nurses. Level of care is not what it should be. Talking to a nurse yesterday, people are getting thrown out of the hospital in record time. I mean, just just I mean, not even not even completely ready to go, and they just they just discharge them. So, you know, we thank thank God for DeMar Hamlin. Thank God that he's he's making the progress and thank God that he received the care he did receive. But if it was just a regular person and not an NFL star, they would be having the funeral by now. All right, we're gonna take a break, a couple commercials, we'll come back. More calls, 860-522-9842. Stay with us. I've got a, a story that I really want to share, but I don't know that I've got enough time to share today. Uh, a, a lot of you know that we had uh, a young man named Sean Wooden, who was serving as a treasurer, and uh, chose chose to leave the Lamont administration, which isn't, I mean, they come and go. I mean, right? But there's some backstory here coming from the CT Mirror. Stunning, stunning backstory from the CT Mirror that uh, indicates possibly why Sean wouldn't left because he was promoting a program uh, for what's called baby bonds. Baby bonds is a nationally recognized poverty fighting initiative that was successfully pushed through the legislature by Sean Wooden 
And then uh, Lamont apparently didn't like it. Governor and Andy didn't like it, so they killed it after it was already passed. So the idea is if there's a child that's born into an impoverished family, the state opens uh, a bond for, uh, it makes an investment for a baby bond that won't pay out until 18 years after the bond is enrolled. So if it happened now, it'd be, you know, 2041, whatever the problem is. And um, so, so it's plenty of time, plenty of time to work, let, let the amount grow, let it gain interest, right? Very simple. The program would set aside and invest money on behalf of children that are born in poverty. When they reach adulthood, uh, they could use the money, which would have grown significantly over the years for purposes such as education, starting a business, or buying a home. It's kind of wealth-building activity. They're freely available to people on upper ends of the income ladder, but far too expensive people at the bottom. Baby bonds help close the ever-widening income gap. So you would think, I mean, this is great. This is a great story for people in poverty, right? Lower-income people. Wow. This is great. Sean Wooden have to be having to be a, a black man. That was his. That was his initiative. One of his signature. His signature uh, policy that he helped put forward. Um. But apparently, the governor didn't like it. Apparently, the then chief of staff Paul Mounds didn't care for it. Sounded enough like he didn't believe in this idea. It's CT mayor. In a text exchange with the governor's wife, he implied that without support of parents, the prospect of success was questionable. Maybe that's true, but it seems like they should have been, that should have been decided in public by public officials rather than behind the scenes with virtually no public explanation. Much of the blame of the baby bonds bill apparently in its demise was laid at Wooden's feet. He successfully pushed the proposal through the assembly but failed, according to the story, to secure the all-important funding. Maybe this plays in the decision why Wooden did not seek a second term as treasurer after the decision by the governor's staff to kill his signature policy bill. I don't know. Just kind of gives you a window into, into our governor. You know, I'm supposed to be the defender of the downtrodden. and It was a great program, and apparently he just he just felt like killing it. Uh, let's go to Lebanon and Steve, Lebanon, Connecticut, I'm guessing, not Lebanon, Middle East, right? Steve, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor Will. Um, the thing about Donald Trump, the way I look at it, when you hire someone to go fight for you, it's not the same person you want to have over for tea with your grandma. That's why you overlook the things with Donald Trump. Yeah. Well, maybe you can, Steve, but a lot of us can't. A lot of us answer to a higher authority, and the higher authority tells us that that's not, that's not correct behavior in any circumstance in terms of his language and, and, and choosing to, to, to use that in mixed company, mixed crowds. Certainly, you know, I, I mean, I don't know this is true, but I've, I've heard it said often, and I kind of think it probably is true. People, people that have to use curse words in their conversation are people that have limited vocabularies. Because I just saw a study said the people who use curse words are the smartest people. Yeah, well, okay, you have to send me that one. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen that study, but I, I just, I just think there's things that you know. It's one thing if you're, if you're, uh, you know, buddies out in a bar and that's you're fine, okay, whatever. But this is the the leader of the most powerful nation in the world, and I think there has to be a higher standard. I just think there does. 
I, I never questioned his policy. I voted for him twice. If he's the candidate in 24, I'll vote for him a third time. But if I could sit in a room with Donald Trump and say, President, Mr. President, you need to clean up your act. You need to clean up your language. It's, it's not productive. It's not necessary. You make your same arguments without dropping the F-bomb in front of kids. But that's my point. But not everybody agrees with me, which is fine. That's why we have. That's why the show we have, Steve, we, we bring on opposing viewpoints, and we welcome that. So thank you so much for calling. Appreciate well, your call. Thank you. All right, guys, I'm out of time. That's it. Uh, thank you. Good good calls for Monday. Thank you. Thank you, Steve Bucci. Thank you, Matt. Um, listen, we don't have to agree. I'm okay with that. If you're okay with it, I'm okay with not agreeing. I'm, I'm okay, but, you know, you got to be respectful. can't be insulting, but I'm, I'm perfectly fine with, with dissenting opinions. I, I think that's fine. I think that's the strength of what we do. So call, call and, and bring it, bring, bring your, bring your thoughts, bring your ideas. Hey, uh, tomorrow I have Chris Powell, all things Connecticut. Chris is always uh, a pleasure to have on. Great. And, uh, and you guys with your calls. So T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.